Welcome to the Alternative Prescription Podcast, where we use our experiences in healthcare, entrepreneurship, personal development, fitness, and relationships to offer you a unique perspective on how to write your own prescription for a fulfilling life. We hope that this podcast will be entertaining, thought-provoking, educating, inspiring, and fun. Our goal is that our conversations will give you the permission to pursue an alternative path, change your own narrative, and live your life on your own terms. What's going on, everybody? My name is Dr. Bolu. I'm a holistic life coach, speaker, author, and a pharmacist. Hey, I'm Dr. Lowe, medical doctor, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and a writer. Yeah, so we just wanted to come at you guys today. Uh, we had a conversation the other day about just being present and being in the moment. Absolutely. And, you know, really, you know, we dive into some, you know, topics like, you know, how can you, you know, use the present mindedness in your business, in your relationships? And, you know, what does it take to be present? Like, how, how can you be more present? Absolutely. No, it was a fantastic topic that, you know, Bolo and I had a, a pretty good chat about and um, really like he talked about earlier, right? Being in the zone, the idea of flow. How do you really define that? What does it mean to be present? You know, and, you know, I know we've been discussing about the last dance recently, but one of the things that Michael Jordan, what made him so unique was the fact that he was present. He never let anything get in his head. He couldn't control. And I think, how and what can we take from that? How can we be present and not be destination oriented, but kind of like be open and mindful of what's going on right now? How do you feel about it? And how can we go forward with this in our relationships, businesses, and just life in general? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a big part of what we get into is how, how can you, you know, have, shift your perspective in a yes, way that the, yes. that the past and the future doesn't, you know, constantly cloud yes, your thought process. Exactly. Because you oh, can't yeah. you can't you can't stay present if you're constantly preoccupied about the past or the future. Yes. No, so. and, and he's so spot on. I think we did a pretty Bullet does a pretty good job kind of like breaking that down, you know, in the uh, in the podcast. So Yeah. Hope hope you guys enjoy and, and take I know, a listen. Right? I hope they really do. All right, cheers guys. I find this topic very interesting because I think at its core it's sort of it's sort of the, uh, I guess, the generator that usually, for those people who kind of have it going on, like athletes, you you know the idea of being in the zone, you know, um, it's sort of the, it's something that not a lot of people figure out. We're all trying to get there to tap into that feeling where you just kind of like, I got it, you know, you just in that rhythm and that basket looks bigger than normal. And I think the question now becomes, how do, how do we bring this into our everyday life? Like, what does that look like, you know, for the everyday guy or girl out there who is running your own business or working the nine to five or whatever the case may be? So I think it's an interesting topic that I think we should just talk about and, you know, just see where it goes. Yeah. So in terms of just being in the moment and just being present. Yeah. It's it's such a a hard uh, exercise of, yes. of the mind. Yeah, so it's such a hard mental exercise yeah. to stay in the moment because there's this tendency, um, you know, I think to to overanalyze the past, yes. to dwell on the past, yes. and 
you're um, what can happen is sometimes you end up reliving the past yeah. and you're so stuck on what could have happened, what should have happened, yeah. what you thought, you know, and just kind of looking back with hindsight, which is always 2020. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to just kind of, you know, living with your decisions, yeah. learning from them, growing yeah. from them and realizing that, you know, at the end of the day, your past doesn't determine where you end up. It, it, it only determines where you begin. Exactly. So it's just about shifting your perspective to be able to to look through that Absolutely. lens of okay, I can recreate my narrative. I can re- recreate my story at any yes. given time. I think people think of the past almost like something concrete. Well, it happened. It was measured, so it's real. Well, I submit that the future can also be as concrete. Even though it hasn't happened, you have a hand in making it happen. So it's as real. So a lot of us, and I'm, I battle this every day, is that we'll try to project our experiences from our past mm-hmm. as some kind of guide light or low star or light to guide you for the future. And it's mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. It really is not. It's, it's a fallacy. It's false. And it's probably dangerous, right? Because yeah. not to veer up into relationships. You see people who date the same kind of horrible people. You know, I have female lady, my lady friends who would date the worst kind of guys. And they keep doing it in the future. Keep doing it. And it's like, dude, for real? Like, you can change this. You can alter this. You can choose to be present. Understand why you did what you did and shift. Truly shift. And I think when we when we come to realize the power we have and I think we could do unbelievable things right we see people who take risks and just do extraordinary things and you go, how did they do that well they turned up the noise from the past and just had a new possibility literally created it from scratch you know like what we're doing right now we wanted to create a podcast. We talked about it. We said, you know what? Let's do it. We could have had a hundred reasons not to do it. Who would listen to it? Is it any good? My voice sounds weird. Uh, who am I to even have an opinion? I mean, you know, it, there's just enough enough negativity to prevent you from doing it. But one random day, you listen to a podcast from some nobody that you never heard of before. You kind of go, damn, I wish I could do that. And how many times in our lives do we, because of not being present or not giving the future a legitimate chance, just give it a chance, man. Like, and and that's one of the things that I always, I always fought, you know, in terms of just trying to look at the future. Maybe things don't work out the way you initially planned. And so you kind of freak out, you panic. And then you go back and, okay, how could I have done this? And it's like, dude, you know, the quote you just gave me today, just now, um, I think it was Eckhart Tolle? Yeah, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, um, let me see if we can find it. But I thought it was a really brilliant quote. He says, whatever the present contains, right, accept it as if you chose it. Always work with it not against it. Always say yes to the present moment. What could be more futile than to create 
an inner resistance to what already is. I mean, it's insane, right? What could be more insane than to oppose life itself, which is now and always, you know, in the right now, you know, surrender to it, say yes to life and see how life suddenly starts to look amazing rather than, you know, you're working against it. I kind of butchered that there. But the point I'm making is the quote you gave me, I thought that was really fascinating. We always try to push against life, right? And that's just, I don't know, in Nigeria, we call this off our head. You know, there's just this notion that if it's hard, it must be the way to go. It's like, dude, like, I wear this surfing necklace, right? I got it in, in, in Costa Rica. But I really, I you know, the guy I got it from, he was this guy on the street. And the point was that he was trying to say, like, yeah, man, life is just, like, be a surfer in life, right? Just ride a wave, man. Don't fight it. You know, if you're going up, go up. If you're going down, go down with it. Learn from it. And keep it moving. And I was like, wow, that's so profound, right? Like, just ride it, you know? And whatever it gives you, take it. Don't try to over-intellectualize it. Well, this had his goals. Oh, my God, he didn't want this. It's like, dude, just be yourself. Live your life, you know? And give yourself, again, the permission and the freedom to make mistakes. At this, to my mind... At the core of this whole notion of presence lingers fear. Fear remains the one constant in all of this. The fear to ultimately achieve the dreams we have for ourselves. When you were a kid, you want to be a pilot, be an astronaut, nothing could get in your way. You get older, life hits you in the nose, boom. You're like, oh my God, hey, I want to be this I took calculus and got my ass kicked. Oh my God, how can I be an astronaut if I can get through calculus? I create a story that I'm stupid, I don't like numbers, case closed, I believe it, bam, done. And that's how most people live our lives. It's heartbreaking, right? And I think, um, you know, hopefully we can just be better and take responsibility for that. Yeah, I think, I think it can be really dangerous to to look at your your present and your future through the lens of your past yeah i and i I think there's just this um just this tendency to to identify yourself with your past like you are not your past you know because what like the the past you can't you can't change it it's already done you know so so in that sense if you're defining yourself by your past your identity is already done it's it can't like you, you lock yourself into yeah. this identity of oh, I am my past. Oh, I am my you know mistakes or whatever you want to call it. And then it's, it's just this this toxic narrative yeah. that you know limits you and, and holds you back from exactly. you know where you could be yeah. if you you know it as opposed to just staying present yes. and just be like you know what this is a new day. It's a new yeah. moment. Yeah. You know what's what's wrong with right now? Not Perfect. not twenty minutes before not two years ago not five years ago what's wrong with right now yeah and it's when when you really look at that question of okay what's my problem right now in this moment you'll find that a lot of what you're thinking you're you're projecting stuff into the future or you're still stuck in what already happened in the past yeah so you know you don't want to like i I think when you when you relive the past like that it's just an exercise in futility because you can't you can't change it so it's you know, and, and, and then the, the worst part is you're 
your current, your your power, your what where your domain is always the present. It's always yeah. the current moment. That's what yeah. you have control over. Yeah. You know, that's how you can shape your future is by shaping your present, by Absolutely. shaping your now. But if you're so concerned about, oh, so many years ago, such and such happened, so-and-so said this, yeah. this and that, you know, you're robbing yourself of the ability to be able to mold yourself and yeah. shape yourself in the in the present moment. Yeah. So just just letting go of the past and just be like, you know what? It is what it is. What's mm-hmm. done is done. Let me work with it. Let yes, me sir. grow from it. Let Absolutely. me you know build from it and just you know you can you can always you can always start over again yeah mentally you know like it's it's never too late to reinvent yourself that's that right there is such a huge concept the idea of reinvention right because at its core when you reinvent something you're creating like something new right from some from the ashes of whatever the past was right those that really get it, those that really can just, you know, you, you read about Walt Disney, right? You read about these legendary figures, right? They just had a belief in the possibility of tomorrow, right? They didn't let, oh, I didn't go to the right school. Oh, I didn't have the right parents. Oh, I don't have enough money. You know, I remember someone told me once, you know, for business, he goes, the money and the problem. The issue is the idea. A lot of people have money that you could, I mean, if you have a concept that you really want to push, don't let the fact that you don't have money funding be the reason you don't do it. Like, um, I went to this venture capitalist, this um, VC training, VC training, this, I think it was in Chicago, it was this Matter or one of those, uh, I think 1870, I the name now. And, you know, we had this guy, you know, moderate, and he talked to us about, you know, how there are thousands of people with money to fund ideas. It's just the issue is, the idea, can you flesh out these ideas? Because if you if it makes sense, the money is not the hard part to do it. But we tell ourselves these stories that, oh, I don't have the money, oh, I don't have what it takes, oh, I, I can't afford a gym, so I'm not going to go work out, oh, I can't. I can't go to Whole Foods. I can't shop properly and eat well. I mean, it is nonsense story to tell ourselves. I'm guilty of this too. To make no mistake of that. But to get to the point again is that if we for one sit back and acknowledge the catastrophe that's our lives for letting the past dictate the future, I mean, it will shock you. How many decisions did you want to make, moves you wanted to make, did you kind of stop because someone told you years ago that you were ugly or someone told you years ago that you were stupid? And it's like, dude, never let someone define you. You know, don't let someone's opinion of you, other other people's opinion of you become the opinion you have of yourself. I think Colin Powell said that, you know. And I think that... Um, as we mature and get older, you know, the kind of, you know, positive energy you want to put out there to tell people, hey, listen, anything is possible. You believe in yourself, you can go for it. Don't let the, don't be in the moment, right? Just be in the moment. Whenever you catch yourself drifting, just like the idea of mindfulness, stop. People meditate. I, I used to meditate years ago. It helped me out so much because it just calmed down the noise, you know? And, um, 
we were talking about the we were talking about the last dance with Michael Jordan and what that guy said about Michael Jordan. He just said he never lets things that he cannot control get in his mind. You know, if you watch the ep- I forget what episode it was, even after his father died, he literally said, "Okay, this happened. How can I move? What did I? What can I learn from this and move forward?" Right. Most people, when something like that happens, they collapse. They're done. One of my favorite players was Adriano. I think he lost his dad. Great player. He just could never put it together again. Right. And it's difficult. Right. And I think what Michael was able to do in the video was find positivity in the memory. What is what he taught me? This is what I remember. And slowly move forward. Give yourself that kind of courage because life is beautiful, man. It's an amazing experience. And I think that when we limit ourselves, we limit the possibilities of what can happen, what could be, what could be creative and fun and wild. I mean, I mean, if you told me a year ago, me sitting down with you guys on the table, now soaking up, <clears throat> I mean, you won't believe it, right? I mean, how? Do you see what I'm trying to say? The possibility of, hey, let's see what happens, you know, and and just kind of rock it out. So, yeah. So with that uh, kind of sports segue, um, the concept of being in the zone. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, I think we've all been there in some way, shape, or form. Maybe like athletically, or maybe some kind miss. of like assignment. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you're miss. you're just you're like every like the ball is you know like like you're you're just on fire you yeah. know and and you and you have it and and you're just you're just locked in nothing else even exists yeah. you know it's you and this task is you yeah. in the game is you in the field the yeah. court um the assignment even you know whatever the case may be and we've all we've all been there yeah. and i think so often uh you know we kind of look at it as these um kind of random one off occurrences mm-hmm. uh but you know, I've done I've done some research over the past um, you know probably year or so, and there are actually some kind of ways you can k- kind of get there more yeah. in, um, intently, and a lot of it a lot of it is really interesting. A lot of it has to do with uh, just optimizing your performance, and a lot of that kind of starts with, like the physical, mm-hmm. you know, maybe moving your body, putting yourself in a high energy yeah. state. You yeah. know, maybe there's some kind of music that puts you yeah, in a great mood. True. You know, or some kind of activity, no. um, maybe your favorite drink, I don't mm-hmm. know, a special type of coffee, tea, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, you know, what, what I'm trying to say is for each person, each individual, there's um, there's some sort of combination or yeah. almost like cocktail, if you will, of of maybe, you know, subs, you know, legal substance and activities that can put you in an optimal state of functioning yeah. to where you can, you know, be be at your best mentally Absolutely. and then be able to kind of perform and, and maintain from there. And it, it's really interesting. Um, I, I heard a quote once, when you, when you routinely make time to operate at your peak level, yeah. your peak level will become routine. Yeah. So, you know, your body is all about uh, routines and habits. And, you know, if you can figure out what what works for you, what puts you in those higher energy states, then you can yeah. actually, um, you know, be in those zone or flow states more, more often. Yeah, and just to piggyback to that really cool point you made, um, 
there's this article about I think it was uh, Professor Cuddy, the idea of the power pose. I think she's a Harvard professor. Amy Cuddy. Amy Cuddy. Okay, yeah, yeah great. She wrote yeah. the story. I'm sure you know about her, right? I've heard her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what she the research postulates that your posture, how you stand, even if you have a meeting, she's literally said, go to the bathroom and stand like the Superman pose. Put your hand on your hips. Feel bigger. No joke. It affects. Um, Transmitter is, but it, it, it gives you certain confidence. Yeah. Maybe it diminishes, diminishes cortisol level. Yeah. You feel stronger. You feel more like mm-hmm. there's more clarity. It's almost like yeah. everything you say is just like, oh wow, oh wow. It's just it's, a physiological yeah. And, 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 just, but this is but this yeah. is to, to your point. It's legitimate science behind this, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, to your question of how do you individually boost that mind state, right? For some people, it's meditation. Mm-hmm. For some people, they go run, hardcore sprints, oh, yeah. HIT. Some people oh, do yeah. powerlifting, oh, yeah. just to get your mind in that space, right? So fitness, yoga. Oh, you yeah. guys are big into yoga, right? Yeah. These are things that can get you, because it's like it's such a it's like a performance enhancer. Yes. Even sleep. Oh yeah. I think Federer sleeps twelve hours a day. The tennis great, hmm. literally, because it just clears his mind. Sleep, literally. Try to sleep as much as you can, you know, drink what just healthy lifestyle, yeah. your nutrition. These are little edges you can yeah. add to get you into that, that state of flow where you're just killing it. Totally. No, there's so much experimentation that you can do of just, um, you know, different like lifestyle tweaks or just yeah. different um, activities you can do. Just just trying what fits. I, I yeah. think uh, a lot of times people... You know, they maybe they tell themselves, "Oh, you know, running's not for me," or "Oh, weightlifting's yeah. not for me." But like, there's so many different things you could yeah. try, yeah. Um, and if, like, there's something out there that's for you yeah. uh, in, in whatever you know regards it is. You know, whether it's um, you know a drink, you know, yeah. a beverage, or it's yeah. uh, an activity, yeah. or you know, even even a certain diet. You know, like whatever whatever you're eating yes. has a big effect on your mood too. Trust. So, he knows. He so, knows. <laughs> so just just tinkering with that can really um, you know have you functioning a lot better. So just it's just a matter. I, I think so many times we're really dogmatic yeah. uh, with how we approach certain things. It's like oh well, according to this you know this philosophy, it, it has to be X, Y, and Z. But yeah. it's like you know you can break out of that and just be like hey you know what I'm gonna do what it takes for me to be in the best. Um, best state so yeah. I can be in the zone so I can be present it's, it's you know so important like it's like it's the, the more I think about it the more I just make I go wow I wish I did this years ago you know like the idea of focus I remembered when I was in high school when I was playing ball I played my best when I was sick it sounds bizarre and crazy when you're not feeling well because you're not expending energy recklessly right when you make a move, it's intentional. You just go do it. And then you stop and you breathe. And I remember coaching be like, oh yeah, we, don't, we it's, it's it happens a lot. Most when because the most extraordinary machine is our mind, right? It's such a we don't we we there's <laughs> not enough research to show how powerful our ideas are, how we think of things, you know. I think there was a book that came out years ago, The Power of Positive Thinking. Right, some people think, oh, it's just hoity-toity, but dude, it's real. Like, the most successful people are relentlessly optimistic. They just, 
I don't care what happens. They're just thinking, man, like, how can we make this work, right? Like, you know, again, I keep bringing this last dance in because it's all over the news and we just watched it. In the last episode, Jordan, when he won and Coach hugs him, he said, I have faith. He said, I have faith. And Phil Jackson tells him, beautiful. He goes, I never stop believing. Even when things are bad, you see when you watch it, I don't think you watch the last two episodes, he just kept going, I have faith. His greatest tool was his mind. He just believed in himself. He didn't need others to validate him. I know T talked about, you know, in the, in the one of the earlier um, discussions about he listened to other people and what they have to say. And it's like, it doesn't matter. What do you think, right? How do you, like, and again, not to deviate too much, but you have to start to think about the friends you hang out with, right? Are they adding to you or are they like energy vampires sucking out, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's like, all of these add to your total flow and being present and just reducing the noise. You know, just take time, just sit in the patio and just think for yourself and, you know, anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, before we change change uh, topics here, I, I remember seeing some research that showed, uh, I think it was about the power of visualization. Yeah. So I think oh, a lot of man. like elite oh, athletes, yeah. I remember oh, yes. one story about some kind of Olympic athlete that would always like visualize their, their race, their Bolt event. does that. Yeah. Carl Lewis did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it, and I think the study showed that like your, your mind, your mind literally can't tell the difference between what you imagine, what you yeah. visualize and the actual reality of yeah. actually doing it. So it's like, it's almost like a, like a mind trick or like mind control of yourself to yeah. trick yourself into into like like accepting that something's real yes. but it's just in your mind but it's like your what's in your mind is actually real or what yeah, no. everything everything real everything tangible was once a thought in somebody's mind yes you know so it's like it's like you don't you know don't don't think of your your mind and and the physical tangible reality as two separate you entities. know cons- entities remember you know? the story you told me about the sprinter the four minute mile guy yeah yeah, yeah bring that down someplace yeah oh yeah I, I, um i might have mentioned this earlier but the, for the longest time uh nobody broke the barrier of running a four, mile under four, four minutes, minutes. Yeah. and you know people for a while people just thought it couldn't be done right but uh one one year um you know several decades ago somebody somebody did it somebody broke that barrier of a four minute mile yeah. and i believe the next within the next year hundreds of people broke that barrier of a four minute yeah. mile roger bannister yeah oh roger bannister all yeah. right yeah so 54 yeah yeah so it, it's it's so just the the mental you don't like p- people hold themselves back mentally and you know this is just an example of 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 that but there's so many other instances and applications yeah. where you could you know see something like this so just t- you know whatever is in your mind it's it's a lot yeah. more possible than you think it is and and <clears throat> i think one of our early discussions we talked about the most relentless foe is you. It's you. It's that guy or the girl in the mirror. Like, there's no one as ruthless, mean, negative, harsh, hypersensorious than you, right? And if the goal of our lives is ultimately to change that narrative, there's nothing that we can do. 
right? Because that's the only thing that's telling you, oh, you can't do this, right? And then it also feeds, it also feeds <clears throat> with our community, our culture, family even. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, this. We don't do that. We don't do that. Because the reality is this, right? In a way, the two ways to approach it, right? One way is my natural instinctive way. All out war against it. But I think the more grown up and mature way is almost have compassion for them. They just don't know. That's just their reality. And that's maybe you're the one that would open their perspective on what's possible, right? As opposed to last and now I just kind of go, you know what? They've just not done their homework. Like they've just not done that self evaluation or. They've not been in that self-improvement path or they've not just thought about this this way. They're going based on the culture. Most people don't even know how they arrive at their own conclusions. How did he, who told you that? Well, it's always been that way. But hold on. How did you get there? Put that for your ear. You understand? No one, but you read a lot of books, you get ideas, concepts to help shape how you look at things. And for a lot of them, they just they just not they just haven't done that. You know, I think, you know, we should spend the next, you know, as, as, as we mature and look at things, you know, going forward, I, I, I submit that I think we could do extraordinary things if we, we limit the negativity and the fear and the loathing and the past. Keep it in the past and lock him up and throw away the keys. He had his time. He was cool. But it's over. You know, tomorrow is full of possibilities and wild fun and great adventures. I think I envy children. You know, I like to hang out with my niece and nephews and be in my car. And when the mom is not there, we're playing crazy music with cursing. And <laughs> you know, I'm that uncle, right? right. So it's um, but you could just see with them. You know, my niece who's like 13 now, she goes, oh. I, I want to be, you know, OB-GYN, I want to be a guy in college, I want to go to Harvard. And it was strange, right? My first instinct was like, damn, the amount of work I went through to achieve that and all of my, the challenge, I started thinking of the battles in front of her and what it would take to get there, having walked similar path. But I looked at her in the back of my car, eating ice cream, just saying, hey, I want to be this. And she just had this joy about it. And I was like, damn, I would kill to th to have that kind of freedom. She's not thinking of what, why it's so hard. She just knows, damn, this touches, moves, and inspires me. So so here I am in the front of the car, grouchy, thinking, damn, it's a lot of student loans, baby. But <laughs> she's just kind of like, oh, I want to do this. And I was like, damn, like, that's what children have, right? That's what we need to get to, right? That sense of... Reckless abandon and anything is possible. And I know it sounds corny and whatever, but everyone I know that I admire has that childlike curiosity, that childlike, you know, belief. Oh, why can't we do it? Let's do it, you know, and go for it. And all my entrepreneurs and they understand that feeling, you know, um, the idea of failure and not making failure be this strange 
ugly thing that you want to have hide in the corner. Some cultures don't even have the word for failure. They really don't. It's just try, oh, not try. You know, we, oh, Lord, oh, I need to go therapy. Hey, what's in spoil? You know, and it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It should be, I try this, fail fast. Next move, keep going. And I think we have fantastic lives. Yeah. So just as a closing question, what what do you think it would look like to be more present and more um, just, you know, in the moment in our relationships and yeah. our business and just our, our approach to life in general? Wow. I think we can I think we can approach our relationships in business and family in the whole idea of being present. I think first slowing down. Right? Slow the hell down. Slow down and I think having a spirit of gratitude. First of all, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm healthy, knock on wood, right? And then the idea of counting your blessings, right? It's really important to first of all acknowledge that. So that puts you in a more positive mind state. That gives you more, it gives you the ground and the playground to now flex a little bit more. So I think acknowledging and having a spirit of gratitude is so important. We underestimate, underestimate that. And I think after that, I will probably say just having an honest conversation with yourself as to what have you done well and what have you could you do better beating your nutrition beating your job and have a real honest moment and also have compassion for yourself when you mm -hmm. say this yeah you know i know we discussed self-love earlier but really don't say it in a, in a pejorative way like oh my god i haven't done this oh my god i'm not married oh my god i don't have this job but just like okay this is where i am and have a real honest i think Ridalia talks about that in the book you know um principles is having a raw real hey this is where i am and then where do i want to go and in that silence and in that moment where of clarity hopefully you can now say okay what would really be fascinating what would be cool wow what if i had a show on youtube where i had a cooking show oh i had a restaurant where i invite my best friends and we have one menu a week and friends come over and we cook and we do this and that's our business. Like, like you kind of, and how does that make you feel? Do you kind of go, wow, that's cool. Or do you go, oh, hell no. Right. Like just have this moment with yourself and just this honest conversations. And then, you know, like I did this course years ago called the Landmark Forum. One of the things they would talk about then was, you know, what touches, moves and inspires you. And if these ideas do that, they just go for it. Right. There's no, there are no rules. There are no like do X, Y, Z. Do you feel a thrill when you think about it? Do you feel like you're working when you're doing it? Most people have jobs. They hate their jobs, but that's a pay, they have to pay the bills. That's not a live a life. Over time, you should be trying to figure out, okay, I have my job. I have to pay my bills, but what else can I do that really ultimately turns me on that I can over time migrate tours and then live my life that I want to live? You know, so I think in a roundabout way, hopefully I answer some of that. Yeah. So just, just to wrap it up, I'll say um, definitely the, the gratitude piece and, um, you know, having some accountability with yourself. I think just also realizing that um, 
you know, success and failure aren't just two concrete, like, yeah. definitive ideas or concepts. I, I've heard it said once that there's there's failure hidden in every success yes, and there's sir. success hidden in every failure. I like that. So it's just, it's just about having the perspective to realize that it's not always just black and white. There's a lot of gray area. Yeah. And when you when you slow down, like uh, like Lo said, mm-hmm. you can kind of have the space to see, um, you know, some of those things you might not have seen, or just mm-hmm. looking at it from a, another perspective yeah. that yep. could give you like like a fresh take yeah. that could allow you to you know take something from it that you might not otherwise have have taken. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with that, I'll just say, you know, be, be present, you yeah. know, try, try some different things, you know, new diet, Absolutely. meditate, exercise, Absolutely. Be ways, present, you know, man. whatever, be whatever present. it takes, you yep. know, just, um, find what works for you, yep. um, get in the flow and yes. the zone yep. and, uh, you know, hopefully you can design the kind of life that you want to live. Yes. So, Absolutely. Uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode All and right. thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers. A pleasure. Peace.